Stop. Hit it. Welcome back, America. I am, I am, I am, oh, I almost said Blackbeard. I am T. Anthony, a.k.a. Whitebeard, and this is... Elizabeth, a.k.a. The Kid. Yes, eventually we're going to stop saying the a.k.a. I don't know why I keep saying a.k.a. Also known as an... Whatever, that's out there. Ha! Well, the sound that you heard was the sound of the yak. Yes, yes, my talents are... They are... In abundance, I can do the sound of a yak. Are you though? You learned that from a YouTube video. Doesn't matter where I learned it from. I I, I have the skilled mm -hmm. talent. I have the talent to be able to make the yak sound. Okay. See, you can't say that. And that sound is because um, we had a rustic camping trip, and that basically can sum up what it was like but um, before we get into the whole yak thing <laughs> it should have been called yak camping um, how was your how was your week child of mine do you have anything in your mind anything exciting or new you'd like to share uh, I watched doctor sleep and it was like they took the book, tore it up, lit it on fire, and then after, you know, the pages were torn out of the book, they put it into a shredder, and then dumped the shredder into the sea in a lockbox, and it sank to the bottom for the rest of not only earthly life, but eternity. Um, yeah, it was nothing like the book. Welcome to the real world. Nothing is like the book. Um, my opinion, sometimes movies are better than the book. And that's because you can't, the mediums are totally different. One is your reading and your imagination creates these pictures in your head, mostly because you've seen some of these things and you can also create these things. You can't exactly take text and turn it into a film. You, you know what I mean? You can write the expression was like his expression was like melted butter, but you can't do that in a film. The person has to direct the actor, and the actor has to actually make this happen on film. So it's a, uh, yeah. What I don't understand is why they don't just have the writer direct the movie, or at least co-direct, so it looks the way it was meant to look. Because many, if not most, writers are not directors. They do, however, do have a lot of times you'll have movies that are based on books. You'll have the writer as a consultant that will be there and that will say, well, no, this is not how this should go and this should be this way. I don't know about that movie. I mean, I don't know about the book, so I couldn't tell you that. That's something you have to look up. Yeah. I'm still reading Dave Rubin's Don't Burn This Book. Um, I thought it might be finished, but I put it down to do some other stuff. And then there is the Napoleon book that you gave me, which I have to get back to. So I'm trying to schedule my week this week so that I can get 
some time into reading and um, I want to get back to writing which I haven't done in a long long time speaking of writing listen I know I've been saying comments about that hey if you have any questions or tell us what your experience was um, unless you're an anchor um, you can't really leave a message the way I thought that you could. So you can comment or you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. I was about to give the, the, the website thing. tanthonybland at gmail.com. And then you can give all your comments. You can tell us what you think. You can tell us about your own camping experiences, your own road trips, or what have you. Whatever it is I ask you about. And get back to us. I'd love to hear from any of you. All of you or some of you or your cousin Ed and your Aunt Betty or your little little nephew Ray Ray, whoever it may be. Also, if you happen to have any rude comments, don't send an email because we do not care. Like at like at all. Like we don't want to hear that. This isn't like a we're gonna change the entire show based off of one comment that says, hey. I don't like what you said. Now, if it is something that offended you and it was hurtful, you can always send an email. And then, you know, then that's something we can talk about. But if it's just something, you know, I don't like black people, you should delete your podcast. That will not be happening. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that PSA. Listen, I am a big boy. I can handle it. I used to tell that to people when I was on Facebook. Say what you want. I have no issue with it. Um, I'm all about freedom. You could say whatever you want. And for some people, um, some of what you say might get you punched in your mouth by somebody else. That is, you have to take that with your freedom. There is a responsibility with that. You know, you're free to say whatever you want to say. I have no issue with that. This is not a politically correct sort of show. I guess you can say that, but whatever. So for me, well, having said all that, I was more than a little annoyed because um, we were supposed to be in Tennessee. We're supposed to be driving down to go hike out in the, uh, the Great Smoky Mountain and spend my birthday down in Tennessee. But that didn't happen because, like everybody else, this pandemic caused a lot of cancellations and stuff like that. And, um, and since they tacked on another month of the shelter in place, quarantine, stay in your house, whatever, whatever word or language it is at this particular point, it keeps changing. You know, California, everybody's saying, we're quarantined. Some people are shelter in place. It really doesn't matter. It's a shutdown, whatever. Whatever it may be. So we've all experienced this, some of us. Sorry, all of us. It's just varying degrees. For me, that was very disappointing after everything that's been going on, not being able to do a few of the things that I would like to do. And then when that came, that really, really was a pain in the neck. But then, you know, on that particular day, um... Your brother and Daisy sent me a, a wonderful blessing. So we took that. Um, they, they blessed me with some money, my, my oldest and, and, um, and Daisy. We went shopping. I brought myself some fruit. 
some stuff to make, uh, steak and cheese for that night's dinner, and a few other things. But just when we pulled into the parking lot, and this is where the story gets to the point of annoying me, I get a phone call and the campsite. Now I'm figuring, okay, you, you know, everything else has been canceled, and maybe, maybe we can still go camping Memorial Day weekend. You know, for us on this side of the, of the country, it's pretty much camp season starts. No. I'm like, who is this person calling? And then I hear that they canceled our trip. I was mad. I was more than a little bit mad. And then um, I remembered the text that my, you know, my son sent me. So then I just like, okay, forget it. And we just went to the store and brought some stuff and came back out. And, um, and, and that's the thing that just really, really bothered me. Is that... It's not that we can't do certain things. There's been conflicting information about this since we started. Stay inside, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Now they're finding out that staying inside prolonged time is causing other people to have other issues. People who have addictions or those who are over drinking. You're having people that are becoming more and more depressed because they're stuck inside and a lot of other things. And so all of that hit me that particular day going, are you kidding me? Now you want to take away the outside. It, I thought it was really ridiculous when California beaches were being told that they couldn't open. Like, really, dude, how close are you with somebody else on the beach? I mean, unless you're in your 20s or a kid, you're really not that close. It's the same thing with camping. Our tents are spread out. The only time you see someone is when you go into the bathroom and you don't really want to see them when you get in the bathroom. So you're not, you're not exactly close. Are you that close in the bathroom? No, but there was this one lady that was like, oh, was talking to her mom or something like that. And she was talking about some fungus she had. Mm. And so she wasn't, she wasn't going to take a shower. And I was like, oh, that's still nasty. Yeah. Yeah, so and when I go, I usually go early in the morning, so I rarely see anybody in the bathrooms when I'm camping. And so that really, really, really I just was just ticked off. I'm like you can't keep taking things from people and telling them to stay put and without giving them something else. You know, I am glad, you know, we had the chance to um chat you know a little video chat with your with your siblings and that time that we had a prayer meeting and everything else because we don't get the chance to see each other i mean we were already spread out anyway but you can't keep doing that forever i know the people who are fearful oh you don't go out and you do this and you do that and blah 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 okay but since this has begun no one has ever given a definitive answer as to when this will end and that's the crazy part. And I'm assuming, you know, that's the reason why so many Americans have had enough of this and said, you, you've told us how to try to treat things. You told us to be spaced out, but you're really infringing on our freedom. And it's enough. So it's not exactly a pet peeve this week, which I really wasn't going to continue to do. It just was something I did, just like singing at the beginning. But... Um, yeah, did it anyway. 
But yeah, that's not really much of a pet peeve this week I have. It was just really it's extremely disappointing. And with having no end in sight, at least in their minds. But you'll let us know how you're doing and how your week was. Um, is that all you got this week? Anything else? Yeah, that's it. I think. You think? Yeah. Had something else I was thinking about before we turned this mic on. I don't know what it is. Okay. Moving on. Today is brought to you by a cup of, um, what did I have? Honey. Honey and ginger, honey, honey, ginger, and lemon tea. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you so much for helping out with that. Yeah. So, rustic camping. It is as exciting as it sounds. For those of you who have no idea what the heck it is we're talking about, and we're not experts by any stretch of imagination. We've only been doing this for a few years. But for those of you who do have no clue what we're talking about, and for those of you who we've already talked about this on past on, a, on another show, there are different ways to camp. Now, I heard the term car camping, didn't know what that was. I'm like, oh, that's already what we do. Car camping is when you have your car, which you can fill up with your tent. And for some people even though we already have stuff packed, you stop at the store and you pick up some more road snacks. But um, you have your car, you have your, your grill or whatever else you take with you. Um, you can go to your campsite. It may already have a fire pit, so you can either grill there, or you take your cooking stove, or you take your, your portable stove, whatever which way you want to call your stove, and you go out there and you cook from that. You have all your food with you, or... Like my daughter and my son-in-law, they <laughs> have an empty cooler. Why? And then they go and they find like a Walmart or something to put their stuff in there. I tend to like to have my stuff already there. So once we set up, I can refuel the body for the rest of the evening. Um, anyway, so there's the car camping. And different between that and other stuff is some people just take their, their car and they go out and um, they're just roughing it bushcrafting it, taking them with a knife and a stick and cooking up some food on a rock. God bless you, brother and sister. <laughs> God bless you. I don't know about me throwing some, some steak inside some ambers and then eating that. That's just not me. Yeah, the stove will work just fine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we started out with a sterno stove. And then there's uh, those people pretty much I would call backcountry campers. Now, those are the folks that go out and they find some uncharted area that's not exactly a campsite or a campground, and they make it their own. They will go and wash in a river. They'll have the little bag set up for a shower, which would be a cold water shower. Um, I don't know about all that. If I had to, I'd do it. I wouldn't mind going backcountry camping, by the way. Okay, you give me that look. But anyway, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind at least once or twice. Just like um, 
What's that thing you wanted to do? Overlanding. We'll get to that another day. So, um, so it's a big difference. So backcountry is you have nothing, you have no access or anything, and you're out there and you are pooping in a pit or whatever else you want to do. Uh, sorry, not a pit, you're digging a hole and you're, you're pretty much roughing it. Now we go to campsites and these campgrounds are all different. Some are made for like a family and you'll have like the one we go to when we're, we're out with my, my daughter and her son-in-law, my son-in-law, my daughter, and there's an amphitheater. So you get to see shows for your kids and there are hot showers and there are nice bathrooms and then there are other sites where you, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Some have hiking trails and some have other things. Some have electrical hookups. Some do not. Um, where we went to stay for this particular trip was at, what did I tell you to remind me? Bald, Bald State. Bald Eagle. Bald Eagle State Park down in Pennsylvania. I think it was in Pennsylvania. It was like way deep down there somewhere. Now, Bald Eagle was a lovely place, wasn't it? Wasn't it lovely? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was On beautiful. the other side of the river. Well, yeah. You see, folks, I didn't set out to do a rustic camping. That was not the plan. But I waited too long. You know that old, the early bird gets the worm thing? Absolutely. So by the time I found the site, and I said, ooh, let's go to this new place. I haven't been there before. Let's try this out. I saw all the things that they had, but they only had one campsite left. There was a two of them, and I got one of them, and it said rustic. So I had to say, what the heck and what's rustic? I look it up, and it said that they had a pit toilet bowl. Now, I, I don't know what a pit, you know what a pit toilet bowl was? No. No, and I didn't know what it was. And I'm going, okay, let me search what a pit toilet bowl is. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pit. It is a hole in the ground. Now, before I even say anything else, let me tell you something. Raising six kids in a project. And you know, I grew up as a kid in a project and we we I think we were always prepared. <laughs> we were always prepared for camping because at some point the lights would go out. I remember when I was little, my mother had a box of candles because the electricity would go out so often. And as I got older, um it was there was no hot water one day. You wake up and there's cold water, so you're boiling water and you're washing up wherever you can put that hot water in. And um, someday there was no water. Yeah. And then when you're raising six kids with a tiny little bat, it's, it's a lot. So, yeah, I think we were prepared for this in some way. We, ha we, we had a skill. Did you not believe that you had a skill? No. No? No. You were not skilled already. You did not, you did not have what you needed for rustic camping. No. You did not? No. How was that not possible? Nobody could have what's needed for us to get me. Whatever. 
So it started out with a trip to REI. Thank you, Lord, for REI. And we picked up a few things after I heard that there was a there was no showers, right? I think I read there was no shower. So we went and we got a pack of um what do you call that? I want to say baby wipes, but of course it's not called quote unquote I'm doing it quotes so baby wipes, but uh, it was the the body wipes. So you cleansing can cleansing wipes. Cleansing wipes, there you go. Cleansing wipes to clean what? Your body. Your entire body. And I brought some um, some liquid soap, and we got these little packets of, of leaf soap. There's like pieces of paper you put in your hand with some water, and it's like carrying a bar of soap. I actually still have that. We have a pack in the car, and we carry some with us when we hike. What else did we get when we went to the store? A bucket. We got a bucket? Oh, we did get another bucket. Yes. Or did we get that? No, we got the bucket. We got a bucket. Little did we know the bucket was going to come in good use. She had a bucket. A few other things. Um, did we already had that cooler? No. We brought that cooler that year, right? Yep. The new cooler. We got one of those. Um, I wanted a Yeti. But at $400, I could not afford a Yeti. So what we did spend was like two fifty on the one we have, and it does hold ice for a good long time. I mean, we had our ice sitting in there for the whole time we were there, I believe. So it kept our stuff cold. Then we set out, and on our way to the drive down there, we left out kind of late, and it started to rain. That was fun. Was that not fun? No, not for me, the passenger. Why? Because then you were mad that it was raining and I had to listen to you be mad and have road rage at random innocent people. Hey, well, I did not have no road rage at random innocent people. Stop yes, your lying. Yes, you did. Stop your lying. Yes, you did. Stop your lying. Yes, you did. Stop your lying. I remember. Listen, we were already late and we were going to have to pitch that tent in the dark, which we've never done. Right? We could do it blind. Now? We could we could have done it then too. Yeah, whatever. I'd rather keep my eyeballs. Thank you very much. So we're zooming down, listening to some good old what in the world was I listening to? Eric Church, maybe? I don't know. And we drive up to the site. Do we need keys? Those are keys. We don't have any keys. I'm thinking a hotel. So we drive in, and the first thing I see is a sign that says primitive. Is it primitive camping? Primitive campground. Primitive campground. That should have been the moment that it all sunk in. Don't give me that look. So, we drive and we drive and we like, um, where's civilization? Nowhere, nowhere <laughs> to be found. Well, there were a couple of people, I think we passed by the bathroom, right? Maybe the second, maybe the second, the second way in past that first campsite was a bathroom. Yeah, we were passing people's houses on the way in and then it just stopped. 
and they were just all woods. Yeah, but it was really nice going through farmland, which was awesome. Going through the farmland, and then you go to the forest. Yeah, there were wild rabbits hopping around in the grass. You saw this? Yes. Okay. I was too busy just scrambling, trying to get everything set up before the, before the dark hit. Then we pulled over to where we were and we saw the water spigot that we were going to be using. Was that water for drinking too? No. It wasn't? I thought it was for drinking and for... No, we had jugs of water and so... That's right, we did. Right, and the we... water spigot was just for... No, it was for drinking. It was clean, but we didn't trust the water. So we used the water we bought for drinking and used that water to wash dishes and to cook. And to wash. Because when you, you know, cook it, you boil the water, it's disinfected. So who cares if you eat it then? Yeah. I could have sworn we used that water. I mean, there was nothing water wrong with it, but the spigot by the way, which is where I'm going to get to, was, <laughs> it's like a little tiny ravine, <laughs> this picket was right in the roadside where we drive up. And where we had to park the car was on the other side of the road where the spigot was that led up to our campsite. Now, I want you to think about this. Two cars can fit on the road at the same exact time. So our car was on the other side, nearly parked, hanging. If we had parked a little more, we'd have rolled down the hill. Was on the other side of the road. Leading to the campsite was the water spigot right there. We had, I know we just got, we just brought the, um, the wagon, inspired by your sister. So we had a wagon. Usually we carry the, the shopping cart and we'll stuff, throw stuff down there and we'll take everything down to the car, so... This time we had the wagon. And so we had to take the wagon out the car, park this, put all the stuff that we could inside of it and take it across the street, past the spigot, over a tiny little bridge about maybe three feet, two feet wide? Three. Three feet. Wide two. No, yeah, wide two, three feet long. Yeah. Which led us to the bottom of a very rocky hill. Because our campsite wasn't like what we usually go to when you drive in, there's a bunch of tents around. No, 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 no. This was secluded. Now, personally, I liked the fact where we were. I really liked it. It was like we had our own little house, like a little house on prayer. We had our own little home nestled into the woods, and it is exactly what that was. And so we had to go up this long hill, hauling pounds of stuff in hauling, a wagon. Hauling, <laughs> hauling, I I did that, okay, and it was hauling. You weren't the only one. I almost threw out all the muscles in my body that day, okay, because first day we had to bring everything up in one trip because it was getting dark and we had to turn on all the lanterns and those silly looking headlamps 
Um, and I, I'm not lying to you. We had to go up a hill to get to our campsite, and then it was the first time ever that we pitched a tent on, um, what is it, a, a gravel, a gravel bed, which was set into, it, it, what it looked like was like they took this campsite and they cut it right into the middle of the woods, piled up some rocks, and on top of it, put some gravel up there, and that's where you pitched your tent. Below that, because you had to walk up a few rock steps to the platform and then a few down. Down it was the um, the picnic table, right? The picnic table in the fire pit. By the time we did all that, the sun was going down. Was it raining? No. No, the sun was going down, but it was hot. And it was extremely humid. And your favorite things were out there, that wasn't it? Yeah. Moths. Moths. There was a giant one inside the tent that we couldn't get out until before we left. And uh, it had rained, and for some reason there were slugs. Why? Slugs, spiders, there must have been... Inchworms. At least 300 to 400 species of insects and bugs all around us and on us. So you know who wasn't happy with that. And um, so we ended up pitching a tent at night in the dark, which actually was pretty cool. Thank God for those headlamps. I'm never going to laugh at anybody else to wear them again because they work very well it was like having sunlight while we were pitching up the tent and so um thankfully it worked well we didn't have to deal with much we got it in the gravel we set up everything inside we was hot and sweating it was took too long so I'm like i'm not cooking so we didn't cook dinner we went out and we found what did we end up eating pretzels pretzels yes pretzel. i had a pretzel dog I had a pretzel dog and something else I can't remember and we had water because it was hot it was ice cold water and then there was these three kids that rolled up on a motorcycle and we were like there was two guys and one girl but they looked kind of like suspect like their parents didn't know that they were out here hmm but thank you, Lord, for those local Mennonites, because we went out that night, and it seemed like this was the hottest spot in town. It was like a long line waiting to get some fresh ice cream, homemade ice cream, and pretzels. And when I got to the line, they only had two pretzels left, and I got the one of those pretzels, and then I got a pretzel dog for you, and then a whole ton of water. Then we went back, and um, we went back, and we went to sleep. Yep. We went back and we went to sleep. And then the adventure began. We saw this movie once. I don't know what the movie was. And the guy said, I made it. He's going to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Did I made it? But a little came out. Yeah. Um, did I mention that? Um, okay. The bathroom was a good five blocks away. If you're living in New York City, you'll understand how long the blocks are. So, yeah, the bathroom was far away. Yeah. The best way to do it would be to drive. But our first night, we, the first night or day, we walked. 
We walked and it fogged up and we walked with the lights and we just we just kept walking, didn't we? Yes. But before you had to go the five block walk, you had to get down off the gravel platform that your tent was on, then walk down the hill. Yes. And Across then make sure the that you don't get hit by cars <laughs> on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> I also had a firefly land on my shoulder, and for some reason, it was wet. Why? I don't know. But then when I got into the bathroom... <laughs> there were, the only light was from my headlamp. Um, and, and it was this hole. This there was this hole, and this hole was for everything you had to do. Oh, see, I didn't have a hole. I had an entire toilet bowl. Well, it was. I guess you can call it a toilet bowl, but serious. I don't think there was a seat. I think maybe the other one had a seat. I I, I just saw like a hole, and that's yeah. The women's side had a seat. Oh, how lucky you are! There were like three other people in there. There was nobody when I went in, and it still smelled like a wild beast. <laughs> so. And so after that, it was a long walk back up to our campsite. And then the idea came, listen, we need to go to the bathroom. We're making a bathroom run. <laughs> but long before, ain't nobody drinking water after that. Yeah. Well, morning came. Had to go to the bathroom again. So what did we do? Or what did I do? Well, I went out first, so and and I spotted out the I spied out the land for you, like the like the twelve did in Israel. Um, it was did we get water? I don't think I got water. I think I got water that morning, but I woke up and my sandals were over there, and I really had to go. So I'm like, okay, let me find my sandals. I put my sandals on. I'm rushing up the hills, like oh oh oh, I, I think I can make it, <laughs> just like that movie, right? And so I I go out and I'm like, okay, I'm not walking down to the bathroom. So we had more backwoods behind us and a bunch of trees, so I had to walk further up a hill into the deeper part of the forest. And that, my friends, is where I relieved myself, twisting my ankles and everything else, and it was, I swear, I saw animals looking at me. There definitely was something that moved about. So I come back and I tell her how she's gonna have to go, and then I think I went to get water. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was, uh this beautiful tool made to help women go to the bathroom in the middle of the woods. Oh, I forgot um, we used that. You used that. This is a bit of a TMI, so you can just skip on ahead if you don't want to hear this. Anyway, went to the bathroom, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep this as like as much up to your imagination as I can. Okay. Well, first explain to them what is the tool that you use, because. Um, there may be women out there or girls who don't know what this is. And there are a few of them who, who hike and other people. So tell them what this thing is or describe what it is. Uh, think of a giraffe. You know, the way the giraffe is shaped, it has like the long neck and then like it's really big body. That's the shape. But you use the cup part. <laughs> and so then, every well, it's not for number twos. Okay, just let me clarify that, because that would be disgusting. Only number ones, number ones only. That's it. Okay, no number five, no eight, seven, six, fives. I just no. 
Yes, it's a magical little purple thing that was invented, and it helps women to be able to go, to be able to pee on the run, whether you're in the car or something else like that. Um, so you could you could feel a little safe if you have to go in the middle of the night. You don't have to pull down your pants. You can use this thing, and then they can go like we go to the bathroom. So basically, that's what it is, so that you would be able to go and um, in the woods or something else like that. And I actually brought this for hiking, but then luckily you listened to me and you took it with you when we went camping because then you were able to uh, use it. Um, let's just say after I went up the hill into the trees to use the bathroom, I had to change my pants and my shoes were a little bit squishy. <laughs> just just a little bit. Uncle uh, Squishy? <laughs> that was not a good time. It wasn't. Yeah. But it was an experience. Then you had to come back down the rocky hill with Uncle Squishy shoes? Yeah. <laughs> well, um... Yeah, by, by that time I brought up a bucket of water and then we pulled out our wonderful little, uh, what do you call those sheets again? The, the, the washing... The cleansing wipes? The cleansing wipes, yes. The cleansing wipes that could be used for every orifice of your body. What? This is what it says. But we use that for, like, sweat. No, we, we use used, that because no, we we, you we had to wash. We peppermint soap and water in a bucket. They use that to wash too. What do you wash the sweat off? Stinky. But yeah, um, yeah. So it's like, how many packs are in there? There's like maybe eight of those things in there, right? So we were done before we even left, and the peppermint soap came all into handy, to Dr. Bonner's. But so we had to use these these wipes and um, in a hot, sweaty tent at a hundred. Was it a hundred? It was at least 90, 90 something. I think it was a hundred. 100% humidity. So we just kept sweating and pouring sweat all day long, all night long. It never stopped. So we used those inside the tiny little tent. And by the time it was over, it smelled like there were yaks living in the tent. <laughs> there was also, I guess, this black pole that you could hang your garbage off of. Was that? I, well, no, well, that's what we did. Yeah, I guess that's what it was for. And uh, my phone shut off completely during our stay. Oh, who, who needed your phone? The screen went black and it would not turn on. Okay, it was it was a struggle. Yes, you you were traumatized, weren't you? My my phone. Because I didn't need it. Listen, listen. No reception. That's one thing. But not. The only thing that would go through was an emergency call every time I tried to turn my phone. Okay, so iPhones have this thing where you touch the power button five times and it'll go to an emergency call and it'll call the police. And I did it twice. And then I had to explain, no, there's no emergency. I'm sorry, I can't turn off the call because my screen won't turn on. Yes, I understand that was, that was traumatizing for you, not having the phone. I'm sorry that you had to. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry you had to experience that. <laughs> but true trauma is making a cup of tea in the pieces of the tree and a bug falls into it. Now, th there you go, making this tea and then, and then just trying to cook breakfast with all that going on. Um, so yeah, um, the bathroom was not happening. There was no shower, so we washed up in that bucket we told you about. Yeah, she'd go, I'd be outside the tent fixing up breakfast or something else because I'd usually get up early anyway. And then, you know, I'd go down the hill to get the fresh water and come back up the hill so she can have fresh water to wash with. That was fun. It was like, what's that old story? Jack and Jill went up the hill. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was fetching a pail of water. But we got a fire going. So a little, a little hot for a fire, but yes, we did. I did make the fire. Yes, we, we made the fire. The moths were flying into it. Because they're stupid. We had s'mores, but without the chocolate, because the chocolate just ruins the entire thing. So you say. The best way to eat a s'more is melted marshmallow on honey graham crackers. There you go. Honey graham That's crackers it. suck. No, they don't. Honey okay. graham crackers suck. And while that was happening, it started to drizzle. It started to drizzle. But didn't it rain before, though? Yes. We had to cover the table with a tarp. Yeah, we covered the table for the tarp. I don't remember where I... Th oh, I know how we got the marshmallows. Because we went to... We went to Walmart. <laughs> we, we went to Walmart because we had to go to the bathroom. And it was no way on God's green earth was I going to go inside that shack, which is basically an outhouse. That was not going to happen. And so <laughs> I have, we held on until we found Walmart, which is beautifully clean. And that's where we went at the same time, picking up a few things like the marshmallows for the thing. Was that the same night it rained on us? I'm not sure. Yeah, so we started a fire, 90% humidity. I think it was 80 plus degrees out. And we had a fire because she wanted s'mores and I told her we could make some. The morning that we, the morning of the day that we made the fire, there were two random dogs barking at each other from like across the woods. And they just didn't stop. True. I totally forgot about the dogs. I was just thinking about the woodpecker that woke us up every morning. Every single morning. I'm like, dude, why are you banging your head in the tree? Can I please have some sleep? No. Although it was less ignore it was less annoying than the Whippoorwill bird. Our first camping trip. That's much better than that. And then after all of that, when you think that it wasn't it wasn't that was the end of that. That was not the end of it. Um, I don't even remember what we had. What did we eat? I know we had pretzel the first night. I can't for the life of me think of what it was that we took and cooked. Ooh, cereal. Because we had um, milk that you didn't have to refrigerate. True. We had, what else? I don't remember. Sandwiches. We had sandwiches. 
something in a bowl. Yeah, I know I was cooking. I don't know if we took the mountain house dinner. I know we were. Co I was cooking in the rain. We had fruit. Definitely had lots of fruit. And then um, at one point, it rained. It was this massive storm that was coming. And so we were just trapped in the tent with all this water pouring down throughout the trees. And I tell you, we had actual trees are above us. And it was a massive tree sitting and hooked up inside the, not hooked up, cut up inside the, um, the campsite where we were and it rained and it poured and we're sitting there and I got a reception and so I'm sitting there taking screenshots and sending it to my daughter it's like um it, the earth's about to end right now and I'm sitting there with storm tracking and watching the storm sitting in the tent and just watching it closer and closer to us and then watching it as it went across the river to the other side of um of this campground and um, it wasn't terrifying, but yeah. But it was hot. I think at one point I was worried about how hot it would be with my medications. So, um, oh, hey, that's something. There you go. That's another conversation. Um, camping while diabetic. And you and asthma hiking. So, yeah. But it turned out to be okay. The storm wasn't that bad. The tent held up. <laughs> Not like that week that we did. But yeah. Okay. What? That was day one and day two. Yes. That was. Day three. Um, we, what do we, like, look at a map or something? Mm-hmm. And it showed, like, shower houses or mm -hmm. whatever. So we drove to the office building thingy and the lady there was really nice she had like a jar of like dum-dums as well so that was cool anyway yeah, she was really nice there was like a stuffed owl on the beams of the, the management building so yeah um but anyway i know we saw like a little beach and there was a marina so that was good but she told us that there actually were shower houses. There were shower houses. We just didn't know about it. Yep. Not only were there shower houses, but there were bathrooms. And yes, that beach was beautiful. It's a nice little beach with a marina. I think we actually, where the, um, the office was, it was more connected to the beach itself, right? Was a marina there as well? The marina was there. Okay. We only saw it briefly, and I was like, okay, next year we're going to come back and we're going to stay on this side. So, yeah, so they found out about the showers, and um, was it $4 a person? Yeah, I think so. But then we got some type of, like, discount because there was a special. Yeah. Um, anyway, we took showers. They felt really good. Yeah, we didn't take a shower then, did we? No. No. We, we, we spent one more night. Funky, washing in buckets, going up the hill, running, and hopefully you can make it really early. Anyone who goes camping understands this because either you're the type of camper that takes a little portable bathroom with you, or you have a bucket, whatever you do inside your tent or outside your tent, or you know, you get up early in the morning, you running across the field into <laughs> the restroom. But we had to run up a hill up tree vines and everything else. So um, 
that particular morning, I think after breakfast, or do we do it before breakfast? It doesn't really matter. We drove that way all the way over there with all of our towels and everything else and took a glorious hot shower. I don't know about your side, but my side, though, had these giant beetles or ticks or whatever else was inside to f all over the floor. It's the first time I ever, because I never do. Um, I took a shower with my sandals on. Massive bugs all over the place, but I didn't care. I did not care. I had soap. had hot water. My beard was looking good. I was smelling good. Put on some cologne. But well, I, you know, maybe you didn't enjoy it. I know I did, but no. I mean, it was good. Finally, got a chance to put actual hair product in my hair, so that was that was nice. <laughs> yep, got a chance to lotion up my ashy feet, and didn't want to leave. Yep, didn't want to leave. Then we drove around the other side of that part, and we saw a whole bunch of RVs and people sitting out there looking happy and rested and looked like they were enjoying hot showers Definitely. on the non-primitive campsite. <laughs> and then we drove back and I think in one of our travels we, we drove past because we had to go past farmlands before we got into a, a place that was looked like a town and spotted this barbecue. Spotted a barbecue house, pit, shack, spot, whatever you want to call it. They had ribs. Did they have ribs? Yes. They had ribs? Yes. Did they have ribs? Yes. Did they have coleslaw? They did. They did have coleslaw. Did they have a Coke soda or something for you that you wanted? They did. Yes, they did. And it was some good eating. It had just rained that day, and the rain was just letting up. And so we ate outside at, at the... Um, Little uh, little table with a little bit of a little bit of rain. It was packed. There's people lined up. Mm -hmm. So it was good. Then we went back. And packed everything up, right? I don't know. Was that the last day? We might have. We might have gone back and and packed up. And then. We took, what's the last act of, I'm trying to think, did we pack before we took the shower? I know the shower was the last thing that we did. We may have packed up everything else, went around, took the shower, then loaded up the car and left. I know the first day we took the shower was kind of like pointless because after we took the shower, by the time we drove back, walked up that hill, <laughs> got everything set up at the campsite to eat. We were already sweating again. Yep. But it wasn't as bad. I wasn't expecting it. It was a terrible thing, but it was something to to experience. You know, not having the comforts of a hot running water or shower or something else like that or a bathroom close by or any of those other things. It's something to experience. Um, it's not a way of camping I want to do all the time. Sorry, but 
I like the seclusion of where we came in and we went back and we had that little spot that was ours. It's like having a nice little home up in the, up in the woods. I could have done without the 250 species of bugs. And if it wasn't as humid, it may have been okay. I agree. But not bad. Now, would I go backcountry camping? Like I just said, yeah, I would. Is it my preferred method of camping? Uh, not so much. Not so much. I kind of like taking a shower. Yes. Even if it's cold. I will not be bathing in a river. <laughs> but why? Because <laughs> it's gross. Maybe someday we can go and do one of them. Well, we don't have the vehicle for like overlanding, but that would be pretty cool. Just ride across, set up, cook, ride again, adventure through whatever is up there you can do and some other things. But um, that's all I got. But it was fun. You didn't like it? Was it fun? It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was an adventure. Yeah. Well, as much as you hate bugs, you really didn't say much. No, I did not because it was too hot to be speaking up in there. I just covered myself with a sleeping bag and hope that the moths will go away. Yeah, our sleeping bags. Our sleeping bags that can keep you warm at 30 below. Yeah, that's the first time that I was like, why am I here in a sleeping bag and we were sweating to death. But anyway, um, let us know what it was like for you. Have you ever gone rustic camping? Are you the type of people that like to do backcountry camping? Um, hey, even, even if you do overlanding, because we don't know anybody that does this, we don't know anybody who has those giant rigs or anything, it'd be really interesting to connect with you and you let us know how the goal goes. Um, we have a Nissan Murano 2014, so that's not, it's not like a Toyota truck for us to go off-roading anywhere. But it gets us where we go, and um, it takes all of our little stuff with us. That little puddle jumper is awesome. At any rate, hey... Let us know if that's something that you do. You can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. If you're on Anchor, you know what to do. You can leave a message through here. Anybody that hasn't already been following us on Instagram, you know what? Follow the hashtag Whitebeard and the Kid, Whitebeard and the Kid, and you can find some of our, our pictures of our adventures and our travel. Well, our travels along the ground right now. Um, and just the things that we do or that we have done. Uh, you got anything else? Mm, I do not. You do not? No, I do not. Okay. Um, I told them everything. Yes. I said where to reach us? Yes. Okay. Okay. We are done. We're done. We're done. Should we be saying something else? No. Oh, yes, we do. Yes. Yes, we should be. Hey, love one another. Until next time, say goodbye, kid. Bye-bye.
But that's not what you're supposed to say. Whatever. Goodbye, peoples. Thank you.